Brian, and today is Tuesday, January 2nd, 2024, and this is episode 602 of the Lots Project podcast, where we're defying norms and designing freedom. Today's episode is titled New Workspace and a New Vibe, and I'll be chatting about this new workspace I set up, uh, some moisture issues that I ran into while rearranging my room, uh, and a quote by Marcus Aurelius that uh, popped into my inbox. I'll talk a little bit about why that happened and the quote and uh, why it was so fitting. But first, let's grab a cup of coffee, see who is in the live chat. There's some comments dropped in already this morning I want to touch on, and then we will get to that topic list in a little bit. Good morning. Good morning. How are we doing this morning? Um Morning, Hunter. How is it going over on Twitch? Rewilder Life in early and then Pip, man. Pip early as I pulled up the stream yard this morning and saw Pip's uh, Pip's quote. Uh, he was scrolling through some stoic quotes this morning. And let's start the show off with, uh, with a quote from Epictetus. 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 <laughs> I'm going to have to start working on my uh, my Greek names if I'm going to continue doing this. But uh, it says, uh, we take pleasure in seeing herds of cows and horses. We take delight in watching a fleet of shif- ships. Why then hate the sight of a group of humans? And he realized at that point that he had never been to uh, Walmart on EBT Day. And uh, yeah. <laughs> Coworker number four. Yeah, I know. I like he phonetically put it in uh, in the quotes there. Like I understand the sounds. Like I I I I took Latin through high school. Like I've I've definitely um, I'm familiar with them. Uh, the problem is getting my brain to spit out the right um, spit out the right sounds as uh, as they're going through my brain it's just uh, something that's been been a problem with uh, my life so hunter says i'm ready to have a normal schedule again yes yes and backwards butcher says i i'm gonna be honest i don't handle change well um that's gonna be that's gonna be in my uh in my chat today kyle don't worry don't worry it is a little it is a little um awkward and um different for sure like i mentioned it yesterday 600 600 episodes i've i've pretty much uh sat at the same table and uh, it's been the same thing and now one day boom switch it up so it's all different it's all different for sure so i don't know i don't know Corey's still there she's she's still within we only live in a 32 foot trailer so she is still uh she is still within earshot if if need be if the ship goes down or something i can definitely i can definitely get a hold of her but uh yeah a little different a little different for sure still got coffee still got coffee that's uh that is definitely something that will will likely not change in the near future if uh if not ever but uh, what do we got today is a light Peruvian finishing up that bag. Uh, I think this is the last, this is definitely the last full press out of it. Uh, but going in, 
going into tomorrow if i don't if i don't have an extra today will um will definitely cash the bag so maybe a little blend tomorrow peruvian and something else yummy so ah ah what do you think of the new digs here um pip if you can if you can see i don't know how well that is uh that is focused in i really have to keep my camera down to standard or or um <laughs> it's uh standard definition or or high definition at the very best but um yeah up here on the shelf i got uh got some duction cups going on um <laughs> Pip says that's a big good bit of ducks. Yeah, yeah, that was from uh from the Gerber package and uh just haven't given them out yet. They they've lived in the house, so <laughs> backwards butcher says it looks like I put Corey in timeout. Um it puts the lotion on the skin and then it goes live at 7 a.m. She put me, she put me in timeout. I'm uh I'm in I'm in my little in my little cage here up in the front of the camper um yeah this is this is my this is my space and uh yeah it was it was good it was good i i definitely it's going to take some some time getting used to we are we are very uh bare bones in our in our main room that was that was kind of our our living space our working space our recreational space everything is is pretty bare bones at the at the moment and i'll uh i got i got some notes about that to talk about here in just a little bit so ah oh, new year new year guys new year for sure um so the one thing that i wanted to make sure i get to today is uh it's really coincidental i don't know if it's coincidental i, I know pip reads the reads the posts and the the show notes and stuff for the for the upcoming show and he saw that i i mentioned marcus aurelius and <clears throat> what is what is marcus aurelius no more for than uh, stoicism and and the quotes and meditations and and uh everything down that line uh and as i was thinking about coming into the new year and kind of shifting gears with the show and doing more doing more um more of a talk show style and um just just contemplating what i wanted to do uh i thought that it wouldn't be a horrible thing a horrible thing to get um it wouldn't be a horrible thing to get some quotes and some thoughts um maybe a daily meditation or a daily quote or something like that for myself just to contemplate and chew on during the day like after i get the the show done today i'll I'll grab something and just kind of chew on it for the day in the background um what better to start with than stoicism and so i was just popping around and uh you may have you may have listened to you may have checked out the daily stoic uh it's it's a daily email man it it, it just works out perfect um coming into the new year I, I signed up for that i've been enjoying the emails in the morning um just checking it out it's more of a write-up than just a, a quote in your email it's more of a um an accompaniment to his daily podcast so over the weekend i didn't know what it was going on i didn't know really i didn't know how it went if it was just like uh here's your quote of the day um i've been on emails like that 
it, it appears it's more of a write-up, which is really cool. Uh, and so the the quote that came yesterday on New Year's, it was super, super um, relevant. And I have to imagine as big as his show is that these are these are very well done. I can't I can't imagine that it's just a just a, a quote in the email with a subject line or something. But uh, yesterday came in with um, came in with Marcus Aurelius. There was some stuff by Seneca. Um <laughs> uh there was it was uh he had some stuff by seneca in there and then marcus aurelius had the the bulk of the quote but he said uh when jarred unavoidably by circumstance revert it revert at once to yourself and don't lose the rhythm more than you can help you'll have a better grasp of the harmony if you keep on going back to it and it basically was like the whole write up was about breaking resolutions and like he nailed it he nailed it um nailed it new year's morning everybody that uh made all their resolution lists and they uh they went out and partied and well i'm not going to have a i'm not going to have another cigarette after midnight new year do me uh, and then they're hammered and clock strikes 12 <coughs> Stop, clock strikes 12. They, they have a couple more smokes that night. They wake up in the morning, they feel like shit. And the only thing they want to make themselves feel better is the rest of that pack of cigarettes sitting in their, uh, sitting in their, in their pant pocket. But then they're just feel defeated. You know, I'm six hours, I'm six hours into my resolutions and they're just all blasted. I had, uh, I drank more. I, I had some smokes this morning. I, I didn't exercise yet. Um, and they just like cash it in, cash it in. And that was kind of one of the things that I've ever really, um, never really liked about New Year's resolutions is it's such an arbitrary, I mean, it's not arbitrary. It's the beginning of the year. It's blah, 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 all that. But what difference does it make if you start on the 31st at midnight or the second at two in the afternoon, uh, habits got to change and things, things need to change to be different. Uh, setting goals and setting new standards for yourself is great, but this new year's resolution stuff is, mm, eh. so he nailed it there that, you know, in inevitably, inevitably you're going to get knocked off your pins. You're going to, you're going to set goals. You're going to set resolutions you're going to, um, you can work hard at them. You can, um, you can work hard on it. You can, um, you can mess up, but you can always go back. And if it's, if it's, uh, <laughs> if it's a quality, if it's worth your time and you really want to do it, it doesn't matter if you started on the first or the 31st or the second, or if you fail, just get back to it. Because if it's worthy, if it's worth it, if it's worth what you're, um, if the change is worth it and you're not, and you're being honest with yourself, you're not lying to yourself and that's something that you really want to do, then it'll change. That's it. That's, that's what it is. It's not about making resolutions. It's not a make, about making uh, big changes because of special dates. It's about really understanding what needs to be done and you honestly believe that it, it has to be done and then you change. So I don't know. I thought it was great. I am really, I'm good morning, Clark. How are we doing? I'm really looking forward to getting, getting the emails in the morning. I already have the one for today. 
and I just didn't open it yet. And after the show, after the dog walks, as I start my morning, I'm going to dive into that and sit. Um, <laughs> I'll sit. Uh, I'll sit and think about it. And then, yeah, just spin on it as I go through my day. Uh, probably read it again a few times during the day and uh, maybe right there before bed and sleep on it and bring in, and just come up with what what um, my take on it the next day. It might be two minutes. It might be five minutes. It might be the whole show. Who the hell knows? Uh, really depends on what they get into in the emails. So Rachel says she forgot her cartwheel yesterday. Um, <laughs> I don't know who you had to do cartwheel for. Uh, was that Kyle? Might have been Kyle. I don't know. I don't know. We did talk about yesterday a little bit uh, about the the guy that um, is insistent that he's insistent that um, people have lost flexibility because uh, because play is is so socially unacceptable for adults. Like um, exploratory play, body uh, body movement, climbing poles, and doing cartwheels and stuff. So I don't know. I don't know. Back with Butcher says Brian and him and Tactical had a whole conversation about that last night. Oh yeah, you guys did. Uh, you guys did a um, a unloose the goose um, uh, after party uh, about addiction. I saw that. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'll have to go back and listen to it, see how it goes. I uh, I can imagine you guys had some 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 thoughtful things for sure. So, Hunter sixty seven percent agrees. Man, if we can bump that up to 72, I will be satisfied. I will definitely be satisfied if we can get to 72% out of Hunter. Um, Hunter, you asked a, you asked a question on my Comfrey post over on Noster about getting getting the Comfrey roots in the ground before or after the freeze. Does it freeze where you are? Does the ground actually freeze? Um, you don't plant it in the air, so... Uh, or were you asking for others? Were you asking for others? Comfrey, basically, guys, if uh, if you can dig the ground, if you can work the soil, uh, you can get it in the ground. You can put it in the ground. And um, this time of year, this time of year, it's um, this time of year. It is uh, dormant. It, it isn't growing. It uh, it's going to go in the ground, and as long as it doesn't rot in the spring, it will. Uh, when temperatures are right, it will it will start to come back. So. Um, if the ground is going to freeze it, I mean, it, it's a, it's either way. If it's, if the ground, um, sorry guys. <laughs> um, Hunter says that it does, um, it does ice there for a few weeks. Yeah, but you don't get, you don't have like fraught. You don't like your ground doesn't thaw. Your ground doesn't. Um... <laughs> Thanks, Chris. <laughs> Good morning, Chris Dixon. How are you doing? Um, yeah, if if the ground's going to thaw, I mean, like, I wouldn't dig up the frozen ground to put it in the ground. But if you get it in before, I planted it both in, in fall and spring. The nice part about planting it in the fall is before a freeze 
is that uh, as the ground thaws out, you're not waiting for the ground to thaw out to get it in the ground and start the process there. It's already in the ground. And as, um, oh, you do get an inch of frost. Really interesting. Interesting. Um, if you get it in before you, uh, it kind of wakes up with the soil. And if you're waiting for it to thaw in the spring, now usually the best planting conditions, right? As the uh, right as the frost comes out, especially um, northern northern areas, so that plant waking up in the spring there is uh, is not a bad idea. But anytime, anytime, I would go, I would go put it in the ground here in Tennessee right now, right now. Clark says similar to planting garlic. Yeah, pretty much, pretty much. Um, Chris Dixon says, if you can work, if you can work the soil, you can put anything in the ground. I mean, you can, you sure can, you sure can. <laughs> uh, Backwoods says, Hunter showed up mid TikTok live yesterday, then just disappeared on me. Uh, I don't think he's obligated to like hang out with you on your TikTok live. It sounded like you had like 600 people watching, so... I mean, I know Hunter is uh, Hunter is the the prize viewer, but uh, he, sometimes he sometimes he's got that stuff to do, man. Sometimes he's got stuff to do. You should coordinate with him um, so you guys can have a date. Oh, what is uh, what is on the list here on the list today? Um, this new workspace that was uh, that was the bulk of my day yesterday. Other than feeling um, a little under the weather. Oh, and by the way. Weighed in this morning. Weighed in this morning. We, uh, I started weighing in, weighing myself back at the beginning of December because I was um, fat, <laughs> still am, still am. Uh, but getting smaller, getting smaller. I was unhappy with uh, where I was health wise and wanted to change that. And uh, like I mentioned this morning, New Year's isn't necessarily the. You don't have to wait for New Year's. So January or December third. I think was the day I weighed in and, and started really trying to think about um, trying to think about eating better, getting a little exercise, losing some weight. I was just to the point where, you know, when you go to bend over and you put your socks on or you're, you're trying to cut your toenails or something like that, and it's just a little harder than it should be. That's where I was at. That's where I was at. Um, and so I needed to do something about it. So I started weighing myself, not with a, any huge plan, not with any, um, oh my God, I'm going to go to strictly keto, or I'm going to go on the South Beast diet, or I'm going to run 14 miles a day. Um, more, <laughs> more the fact that, hey, I need to do a little activity. I need to stop eating the things I know are horrible for me. But if I slip up, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna punish myself for it. <clears throat> and as as you start to feel um, as you start to feel better, obviously you um, well, in my case, usually with, with my case, if I do a wholesale change into a new diet, uh, it, it lasts for a while and then it just crashes and burns and I hate myself. Um I've experienced better, I've experienced better, um, I've experienced better results kind of slow rolling into it, um, making myself start to feel better, start to feel a little, 
uh, a, a little weight loss, a little success, um, really change those, change the, um, the taste that I'm craving. And as it kind of works its way, it's more sustainable that way, I think. Um, but anyway, anyway, wait in through December, you know, December is a great time to, to think about weight loss right after Thanksgiving and then into the holidays with cookies. And, and, um, like I said this morning in one of the, 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 the weight loss support groups that I'm in it, um, you know, overindulgence through the holidays, uh, whether that be alcohol or food or whatever, or both it, um, yeah, it, it's a rough time. It is definitely a rough time to start your weight loss goals. Uh, I can see why people maybe pick January 1st. Chris Dixon says uh, you can make goals on other days than January 1st. Who'd have thunk it? Yeah, for sure. Um, it's uh, it's a tough time to go through. Well, I forgot to weigh in on Sunday, which was the day I was weighing in. I, I do once a week. I've done the daily weigh-in thing. I've done the once a week. I've done the not weigh-in for uh, for six weeks and then just look in the mirror and then jump on the scale later. And I, I really found that once a week is the best for me. Uh, and so Sunday, I forgot, completely forgot. I think I had forgot the Sunday before. And then I was like, oh, well, I'll just do it on the first of the year or whatever. Forgot yesterday. And finally, this morning, I was like, screw it. Um, I got to weigh myself. I jumped on the scale. And guys, from December 3rd or December 2nd, December 3rd, December 3rd, it was just shy of a month. Uh, December 3rd to January 2nd, I'm down 5.1 pounds. <laughs> How'd that happen? <laughs> no idea. No idea. Uh, Corey and I really went uh, went hog wild for Christmas, uh, New Year's around. We we kind of made some trips to the store. We went to uh, we went out to eat a bunch of times. I don't know what happened, guys, but um, hmm, here's to here's to losing weight, keeping it going. <laughs> Um, Clark says people who exclusively make goals on January 1st, never complete anything. Yeah. I got, I got that rolling thing going on. Um, <laughs> good job, Tubby. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks guys. I'm like the, the sad part is I feel, I feel big. I feel really like I, I feel, um, I feel unhealthy. <laughs> weight wise uh but i'm not even close to as big as i've ever been not even uh like 40 40 50 pounds shy of where where i uh where i peaked out at at some points in my life and i don't even know what that weight was uh because i was embarrassed to step on the scale and um and it was weeks and weeks after eating better and, and exercising heavily before I even weighed myself and I was still 40 to 50 pounds higher than I am right now. So yeah, I've been there. I've been there. Uh, Gingerbread says I've been walking 4.5 miles a day. Awesome. Um, we're, uh, that is my exercise right now is, is dog walks in the morning and then routinely a couple times a week, I take them for individual walks in the afternoon, which turns a half hour walk into like an hour, hour and 15 minutes on top of the half hour in the morning. So I'm getting exercise there. Um, Corey and I, I mentioned yesterday, are 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 looking into 
starting uh, some flexibility stuff, um, some small uh, just range of motion, flexibility, um, joint and core strength stuff. Uh, nothing fancy. Three days a week, uh, five, ten minutes a day and uh, see where it goes from there. See where it goes from there. Um. <laughs> Chris, Chris, uh, Chris Dixon. I don't know if that's a Canadian thing or what, but I, my dad used to, uh, we used to say this one all the time in the morning or all the time when I was a kid, it says, uh, I got a dicky do my belly sticks out further than my dicky do, but that that's probably because the dicky's so short, right? <laughs> Backwards Butcher says, well, that, what's hard for what's hard is you're also a big dude. I deal with that all the time. Yeah. And it's amazing when I feel unhealthy, when I'm big, when I'm big and I, I you know, like I've gained weight uh, and I've let myself go. It um, people look people look at me like, oh, you're not fat. I'm six foot five um, and I wear a baggy clothes. I'm, I'm definitely, I definitely have some extra pudge going on, uh, more than just a little extra pudge, but I'm excited to kind of go through that, uh, and see how that goes into the, to the year. Corey and I are, Corey and I are making some, some better, some better plans. Uh, I think if we don't plan, I think this is a, a quote that's out there all the time. If you don't plan to, if you, what is it? If you don't plan, you plan to fail. If you don't have a plan you're planning to fail um we always talk about what we want to eat we never talk about making it we never talk about like schedule uh who's gonna make it and and just getting in that routine uh we're doing a little better this time i think uh i've, I've taken responsibility of making us breakfast uh every day and and Corey and i are talking about dinner and and spending that time together and i think after yesterday after we separate our workspace I, I will definitely be excited to go and spend some time with her in the evening um, and and just come together in, in that main room and, and maybe make dinner together and definitely eat. But right now it is definitely bare bones out in that in the living room. Moved our uh, moved our workspaces yesterday. And uh, man, it left our it, may, it, may, it left our big old slide pretty much empty. We got a, a four foot plastic um failing to plan is planning to fail that's what it is <laughs> uh we got a four foot plastic table out there and two folding plastic chairs which i really need to get on the diet and make sure it, it works because i bought a chair that was not rated for my fat ass um <laughs> those were the chairs available at walmart that we got just so we could sit on something while we were in the other room and it is uh they're rated for like 225 and i i got that by about 26 pounds so we're going to take her easy. I'm not going to be doing any uh, jumping or squat or, uh, or slamming my fat ass down on that chair because I'm guessing it's going to crumble. But um, short term, short term, we're looking into some um, some like minimalist um, Euro style recliners, uh, not the not the big fat recliners with a huge mechanism, but kind of like uh, the leather captain's chair type style. And then either a, a small table or two 
two individual tables that we can put together if we want to, uh, you know, have uh, have a larger space out here to work on or play a game or do something like that. So, um, Chris Dixon says you moved workspaces to make more room for the dogs. Uh, actually, actually, we moved everything around yesterday. <coughs> and since we moved our stuff into our, our already small rooms, uh, it didn't take up a ton of extra space. We did have some stuff. Uh, but as we shuffled things around, we moved some stuff out into the... Um, <laughs> We moved some stuff out into the slide. And last night, Corey lays down in bed and I was letting the dogs out and, and doing the, the nighttime routine here. And all of a sudden she's out in the in the in the main room there moving totes and she's like, I realized we probably took all of their their lay down, their sleeping spots. Since we shifted everything around and everything kind of works for us, we don't think about uh we don't think about the the dogs and um how big they are and how big of a space they need to uh, to sit. So Clark says he never he never has to read the weight ratings on anything five eight and one thirty five. <laughs> Back with Butcher says, "Hey, there's one of my buddies. You can see him coming to say I was wondering who was going to come in and hang out with me on the bed while uh, while I did my show here. Morning. You want to say hello?" <laughs> Uh, uh, Kyle says you can just see me turning in the swivel, uh, turning in the swivel chair and going captain's log 2024. <laughs> Gingerbread says, I like the idea of the two really nice gaming chairs for everything. Uh, yeah, that, that just doesn't work cause we can't get them in and out of the rooms. Uh, if I could transfer them back and forth easier, like if they could get through the doorways, um, if we could get through the doorways, it would be easier. But it's a struggle to move these chairs through the small doorways in and out. So we would have to buy two more. And I think if we were going to buy two more chairs, I don't think they'd be the gaming chairs. I think they'd be more uh, the stationary stationary uh, relaxation chairs out in the main room. Because that's kind of what we would be doing. We'd be either sitting up with our table eating or... Um, spending time together and uh, and wanting to be comfortable watching a movie or whatever so that is uh, that is the plan out there the the gaming chairs work really well uh we did end up buying the wrong ones i think i talked about that a long time ago when we bought them we were so happy with our original chair purchases and we ended up having having them for two and a half years i think and we we got new ones and when we ordered them the price had changed so significantly since we had ordered them the time before that we ended up buying the wrong model and these ones just aren't aren't as good so maybe uh maybe we need to start me make start making some uh some funds and i can upgrade our uh, upgrade our gaming chairs so Uh, Gingerbread Farm says I'm not the captain. I I would agree with that. I would agree with that. I would agree with that for sure. <laughs> Clark Clark says I'm not going to get any taller, but I'd like to hit 160. Crazy to think that your dogs are bigger than me. Uh, what did you say? You're 130. Yeah, all three of my dogs. Um, all 
three of my dogs are bigger than you. <laughs> Gingerman says, did I get the rollerblade wheels? No, we didn't. We didn't end up getting them. We ended up getting the, the new chair and we were going to feel out how the wheels went and they, they, they worked fine. They work fine for now, and the chairs weren't um, as quality as the last ones, so we didn't want to upgrade. So, uh, Backwood says, "But it looks way, it looks like a way nicer setup for for me or for you." Oh, you redid your whole area, and it's close to get around the table now. Yeah, I'm like in a in a hallway here to to my left. So I don't know if you've ever been in a camper with the, the bedroom in the front. There's like two doors going in. Usually the um, usually the the bed fills up the majority of the room and you have to go in on either side of the bed. Well, I removed that bed uh, and, and, and go the other way. And so it was like a kind of a U track going through. Well, I put this desk in the doorway of the one side. So basically we're a one way in and one way out now. Gingerbread Farm says the rollerblade wheels are also way easier on the floor. Yeah, I can imagine that. Our floor is the least of our worries here. <laughs> For sure. For sure. Um, yeah. Morning, Blakesley Acres. How's it going? So we moved in here. I It took a little setting up. I'm, I'm still kind of feeling it out. It's, um, it's definitely a different feel. Uh, the desk is way more narrow uh, front to back than the workspace I had. The workspace I had was like 30 inches deep. So there was plenty of room front to back for everything. Uh, this is more like uh, 20, <laughs> maybe, maybe 24. But it's, um, it's definitely narrower. I do have some racking and things to like hang things on. But it's just a different setup. I, I messed around with my phone also uh, on um, on a small tripod and I might be able to start doing some, um, some simulcast to maybe TikTok or, or pop on, do some TikTok lives during the day, uh, do some more stuff from the phone. I'm going to be doing a lot of, uh, screen record, screen record stuff, the, um, with the, uh, documenting the Amazon influencers and the fiber, uh, affiliate program. I'm going to be, be, um, doing a lot of screen records so there might be some some opportunity to to take video um of me to lay into over top of the over top of the screen share so we'll see we'll see hunter says do they do murphy beds and campers that seems like a good idea they do um Corey's parents camper had a murphy bed um i think I don't know if it pulled, it folded up or it was, it wasn't a fold in, in the couch. See, this is the problem. This is the problem with, uh, with her not sitting next to me. <laughs> I know that, I know that it tucked away. It folded away when they weren't using it. So. Gingerbread mm, says is a new spot, less bouncy. What was bouncy? Oh, the camera and stuff. Like when the dogs would shake. Uh, it, it, the whole camper is shaky. The whole camper is shaky for sure, <laughs> but it'll take some getting used to yesterday. Uh, yesterday was spent, like I said, the majority of the day was moving and, um, 
today will be really the first day back into our routine. Corey worked a little bit yesterday, but didn't work the whole day. Um, it took a long time for me to get kind of set up and, and, and figure out how I wanted to do this. But we will, uh, I'm going to work at it. And, and today, like I said, first full day, full, full day, Corey's going to work all day. Um, so we'll find out. We'll find out. As I was cleaning, though, or cleaning, rearranging, I, I rearranged some of the closets that had been kind of set up since we took off. Um, when I set up the room, there was a lot of uh, excess storage in the back of the the little closets that i have here and so i put the stuff that i really wouldn't ever need uh or hopefully ever need again like super thick insulated carhartt bib overalls um very very thick uh flannel layer jackets and things like that stuff that stuff that it's minnesota winter like um really wouldn't ever bust it out unless it was significantly below zero for a couple days and I had to get out um <laughs> had, had to get out uh had to get outside and, and spend time in it it was the stuff that I would wear like when I worked outside or did farm chores in the super cold um and then like dress clothes like um funeral wedding type clothes uh things like that that I would rarely, rarely ever take out. Uh, and and some other things just got, got packed away in the back there. Well, I never really thought anything of it. Corey has been really working hard and struggling to overcome moisture problems in her closet. Uh, because it's in the slide, we thought it was a little different, or I did. Um, that, uh, But pretty much anything that touched the wall got wet uh, when it gets cold. Uh, just with the heat exchange and uh, touching moisture condensation buildup. And so she's done a really good job of figuring out how to make it better. She um, she's basically hung the she's she's transitioned to everything SOE bags. And it's fantastic. It is absolutely it is an absolutely fantastic uh, way to go. Her room looks like an SOE factory. It looks like the factory. Now, especially it looks like the factory. She's got all the, got all her bags like hanging on the walls and things. Like if you walked into John's warehouse and walked over where he had his products for sale, it, it kind of looks like Corey's bedroom. Um, but anyway, she transitioned to that and then she started hanging all the bags on the wall. Well, what she was worried about what she had figured out was with them hanging against the wall, they were going to, they were going to create moisture problems and mold the bags, get the bags wet, this and that. Well, that smart little bugger took, um, took the shelving from these wire shelvings, like your garage wire shelving was what she had. Like her, she originally used like totes and bins on shelves before she she was able to accumulate enough SOE uh, bags to, to store all her stuff. Well, she took those wire shelves and hung them on the wall. So now the bag hangs and then sits against the wire rank racking and it has airflow behind it. So I think she she's kind of overcome her moisture problem uh, back there. But when I rearranged my closets... <laughs> <laughs> Backwood says, does she have her sick bag hanging next to her shrunken heads? Not yet. Not yet. Just the just the gear, just the downstairs, not the upstairs, not the upstairs. 
yeah. Um, Kyle says, Corey, get in here. We have random, unimportant questions for you. Basically, that's that's my life, though. That's my life. I uh, I constantly ask her random, random, unimportant things. But anyway, when I uh, when I was bringing the desk in here to swap my closet doors. Now my closet doors still open, but one of them I'm in um, every day, at least once a day, and one of them I'm in maybe two or three times a week. And just to make it more convenient, I had to swap them so that the one that the that I was putting the desk next to was the other one. So I basically emptied them all out. I was going to clean them all out. It had been, you know, over a year now, well over a year since I had packed those in there. And um, yeah, when I pulled them out, I, I, I found out that I was having moisture problems too. And I just didn't know it uh, because those super absorbent winter clothes absorb a lot of moisture and they uh they i pulled them out a lot of stuff got trashed a lot of stuff got thrown right away because it um it got mildewy and moldy um and i had a lot of cleaning to do in there for sure to to lots of vinegar and um and uh, paper towels for sure getting everything kind of cleaned up but um yeah, I had to I had to reevaluate how full I was going to fill these closets and come up with a new solution. I do really like Corey's solution with the bags and uh, we've kind of discussed it if um if I can accumulate the bags. I mean, she's got hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of dollars in bags back there. So, it's not like we're just going to go out and purchase that overnight to make this move, but if I can start accumulating and being um being able to store my stuff similar to hers, we would be able to probably pull these closets out of here and uh, and go to the same thing with um, with kind of a, a air gap barrier behind everything. So, but for now, but for now, um, Rewilders life that that's a never ending battle for us and the mice. Yeah. It's nice living in it. It's nice living in it. We do get mice, but as soon as we hear them, we try to get traps out. Uh, the dogs, you would think that the dogs being around would keep the mice away. Not even, not even close. Not even close. They could care less. Like literally be laying there and the, you can hear the mouse chewing on something in the cupboard next to their head and they just don't even look. Yeah, yeah. James says pack out boxes. Yeah, I mean, for clothes and shit, nah. Like, I don't have a lot of stuff. And that's where Corey got to. That's where I'm getting to is basically we have clothes. And um, having the bags, having bags to grab and go is, um, I looked at her when she explained what she was doing. And I was like, that is absolutely phenomenal idea that it, it just makes so much sense um and she's compartmentalized too she's like she takes the small bags and she ends up with them in the big bags and man it's it's really it, it, i was super impressed when when she kind of um she unveiled <laughs> when she unveiled unveiled like her end goal and her plan was just uh i was like okay solid solid uh, but yeah, she's been working on that for years, uh, three years, probably, uh, since she started. So 
Uh, Gingerbread says he has one for clothes, but he works in a duff, dusty environment. Yeah, and it, it's rigid. It's rigid. I want to be able to go and throw my bags. Like, if I got to go uh, or I want to go, I just grab XYZ bags, throw them in the back of the truck and go. Um, as we're, as we're kind of moving into this year and, and, and hitting that second phase of, of what we had planned, our plans, um, our plans to buy a property, uh, and buy another property and buy another property and be able to navigate between them. It would be very, um, (laughs) it would be very convenient to just grab a bag. Um, <laughs> Hunter says I got to bail out with just my underwear bag. And Rewilder Life says she um, she has a goldfish brain. I never remember what each bag had. That's the beautiful part about it is John Stuff from SOE has um, has all the Velcro you'd ever need to label them. Uh, Corey didn't do custom patches. I I probably would end up just get ordering patches that say shirts, um, pants, underwear, and stick them right to the bag. Corey just uses different patches, and she she correlates. She knows what they are, or the different color bags. She buys different color bags. So, uh, James James labels all his with label tape. Yeah, that works on the hard sided thing, but uh, with the bags, uh, she's just gone to uh, to to recognizing the colors. And then uh, using patches for this, the ones that are the same. So I don't know. I like it. I like I like the the high mobility of it. I like the the um, the toughness of John stuff is is the is the kicker in the whole thing. Like she's going to be able to to grab and take those and throw them anywhere um, if she needs to. If she needs to. But being able to grab that bag and go. It's fantastic. Kyle says, I need everything. I I literally was pulling stuff out of the closet yesterday and I would smell it. And I'm like, yeah, too bad. And it was in the garbage. I was like, okay, I understand how much these things cost, but they've literally been in my closet for over a year. And I didn't even remember they were back there. Do I really need it? Am I going to be someplace where it's negative 30? And if I am, I'm going to fucking leave. <laughs> like, um, yeah. So... Yeah, it is what it is. And I'm starting to really be comfortable with getting rid of the stuff stuff, the the non-clothes, the the extra crap that I felt my whole life that I wanted to hold on to. So that's kind of that's kind of nice. That's nice. But finding that moisture, she Corey looks at me and she goes, I was wondering. I was wondering how you got away with it, that everything that touched my walls got wet and uh, you were having no problems. Well, it wasn't that I wasn't having problems. I was just wasn't getting to where the problems were. <laughs> and now I have. So my closets are, are, are pretty bare bone now. I was able to uh, rearrange them to keep the stuff away from the walls. And the the stuff that has to touch the walls is uh, is sealed for sure. But might be a little healthier in here too, without that that um, that mildew and stuff uh, sitting in the closet right next to where I sleep. So we will see. We will see. <clears throat> Let me see what else I got here. Um, I want to thank. Uh, yesterday I got talking about uh, in the in the Telegram group about the Amazon uh, influencer stuff, the videos I got been putting up, the homepage. Uh, I want to thank uh, Blueberry. 
Blueberry Texas uh, over there in the in the Telegram group for going and checking out all the videos, giving a little feedback. Uh, I do understand the, the the first videos that are up there. All those videos, there's a lot of rough edits in them. Uh, I explained to him in the Telegram group that uh, Amazon is very strict with their rules. And to kind of jumpstart the thing and play around with it, um, I, I repurposed some some YouTube videos. And there just there were a lot of places in the YouTube videos that just didn't um, have good edits. Sorry, I was checking on the stove. It got a little a little chilly, a little chilly all of a sudden. But um, I I had to edit them that way. I wasn't happy with the end goal, but it was uh, it was a means to an end. It was to get them uh, get them to approve the account to get them listed and and just to see if uh, it was going to be worth it but i appreciate him going and check it out i also appreciate chris dixon uh rachel um rachel from rewilder life uh brian norton uh food forest farms there those guys those guys have popped over they hit those hearts on the the main page uh blueberry says i'm the third one and uh and the other three uh, the other three or four that, that had already hit those hearts also chimed in. So I appreciate all you guys. Anybody else listening, if you want to help out, and Brian mentioned it yesterday, you know, all those helps, all those hearts, all those views, all those interactions just makes the the logarithm think that I'm actually popular and doing a good job. So um, that helps uh, bump everything up to people that, that haven't seen me and know me and know the truth. So uh i appreciate them heading over uh the i'll be working on some videos today i have some i have a laundry list of videos to make to put up there um and chris dixon says it's free it is it is what it isn't it isn't um i want to say it's free but it isn't it's time it's time it's really i'm asking for your time and uh, it's a big ask. It's a big ask in these in these these trying times where everybody's so busy. But it is free. It is free if you got a minute. Um, we'll talk about time another day. But uh, I just point that out. I don't I don't ever discount people's time that they take to do the stuff. So I appreciate all you that listen. I appreciate all the audio listeners that listen. Uh, but I, like I said, I was saying, I have a very big laundry list of items that we've bought on Amazon that we use daily that we've used once. Um, and so those videos are going to be made that the, the schedule is kind of laying itself out. The details are coming to light, um, of our week and how it's going to go and how I'm going to really break down, uh, focusing on the influencer program on the fiber affiliate program. Um, <laughs> and uh and 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 how it's going to lay out whether i'm going to batch do them uh all at one time if i'm going to to work a half a day on some this or that so we will see uh, more videos that's on the schedule today to, is to work on some more videos uh kyle says i do you know how valuable my time is i do i do uh, especially when you throw freebies out there but 20 dollars for a half hour 20 bucks is 20 bucks, man. 20 bucks is 20 bucks. Uh, so we're going to work on that today. I'm going to work on uh, figuring out Fiverr and Fiverr affiliates. If you are interested, if you have a little extra time and you're interested in kind of going down the, the Fiverr affiliate journey with me, 
Um, they do have a, a sub affiliate program. If you're interested in, in just signing up and seeing where it goes and following that path, I'd be very appreciative if you signed up with my link because then I get a little bit of kick uh, for you learning. Uh, the links for that are in the video description. The link to sign up and check out Fiverr uh, through my affiliate link is there. If you don't know what Fiverr is, it's basically a big free freelancer warehouse of, uh, man, thousands of different uh, items or jobs, tasks people are willing to do uh, for money. Accounting, logo design, web editing, um, social media marketing, accounting, book work, um, spreadsheets. I mean, go on and on and on and on and on and on and on. Um, it's uh, it's a really cool site, and I think it, I think it's going to be a good thing to explore. I think there's very, 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 very many genres that you can pursue, and um, yeah, I'm gonna see what I can do with it. So, James says I've seen some of your butchering videos. You're worth way more than forty dollars an hour. I would I would definitely agree with that. I would definitely agree with Kyle's Kyle's uh, skill level is is well above forty dollars an hour. Um, so that's, uh, going to be working on uh, a little figuring out that fiber and, and what, how to really, how to really go down that path. And, um, yeah, <laughs> one, one thing that is kind of bothering me going into the new year. That's the last thing on my list today. We'll talk about that. We'll wrap up and get out of here for the day. But, uh, I lost my, uh, I lost my five-star seller rating on Etsy. And I'm kind of bumming about it, kind of bumming. Then uh, I think they rolled that out earlier this in 2023. The the five star seller program basically was uh, you had to have um, a certain rating in three different subjects. So basically, I think it was shipping, uh, message response time, and uh, reviews. And man, I really. I understand where my where my bread and butter is with with Etsy and Etsy sales and and doing the customer service and and going the extra mile, getting shipping out fast, this and that. Like I I know how to play the game. When they added in this five star seller rating, I was like, oh sweet, I get a, a bonus badge and stuff for stuff I'm already doing. Uh, I reply to messages with within well under the time limit that it needs to. Um, I, I send extra product. I, I, I really probably undersell my products. So when people receive what they get, they're, they're happy. And they, uh, the people that take the time to go le leave a review, leave a decent review. Um, and shipping, man, I get to, I get it packaged. I get it out, um, in under the time that I, that I say I would, I always overestimate the time I'm going to need. So people are, uh, you know, under promise and over deliver on all fronts on all fronts. And so when, um, when I, uh, <laughs> Oh man. So I lost my five-star rating, uh, because of a stupid mistake that I made. And it is it, so stupid. One little mistake and it took away my rating for at least a month. And the mistake was Jim. <laughs> Really, really, it happened on Jim's order. Jim ordered a uh, a keychain from us through Etsy, and um, I went to the post office. I, I went to the post office that day. Actually, 
mailed it away, grabbed the grabbed the tracking number, did some other things, came home, went to put the tracking number into Etsy, and um, and gone. Couldn't find the tracking number. Couldn't find the tracking number. Rachel says uh, she signed in as guest. It wouldn't let me review that. That wasn't the problem. The reviews weren't the problem. I have a five star five star uh, review for all my items we sold there. Uh, and so I lost the tracking number. And so I sent Jim immediately sent Jim a message on, on Telegram. I was like, dude, uh, your your things in the mail. I I don't have the tracking number. I misplaced it. If it doesn't show up in five days or so, let me know. I'll send you another one. Like, no problem. Like, direct communication. Um, I went into Etsy. I completed the order, said no tracking number available. Printer didn't work or whatever. There was an option. And I didn't think anything of it. I'm like, okay. Uh, I, I followed up with Jim, made sure he got his package. He did. He was happy with it. He went and left a review uh how how uh how much he liked it and that the shipping was fast and this and that communication was great they took away my five-star rating my five-star seller rating because i was only 92 percent complete compliant on entering tracking numbers for items because i didn't have very many orders in january or in december and it goes month to month i missed one and I made sure it was it was right. Like I didn't. It wasn't like I just blatantly ignored it and said "screw you." <laughs> I uh, I went the extra mile, made sure it was good, followed up, made sure it was. And Etsy just says like "fuck you." <laughs> so whatever. It's just a little irritating to me. That's uh, those type of things I really strive for. I think they do a lot to um, a lot to get your items in front of people, uh, and people can buy with confidence too. So. Chris Dixon says six zeros and two letters get you past that percent percents drop fast when you have only have 10 orders. Yeah, it does. It does for sure, man. It was um yeah. I didn't even think about it. I didn't even think twice about it. Like I'm sure I could have scammed it. I'm sure I could have uh I sure I could have made up a tracking number. I could have called the post office and she would have given me another one or, uh, or looked at the package and sent it to me. But it was, um, yeah, it was just a, Hey, whatever. I'm just going to let the guy know. I had never not put a tracking number in for an order in, you know, we started selling on Etsy um, in probably 2016. So in eight years, I had never missed a tracking number. And uh, the one, the one, and it just screwed me. But whatever, it, it doesn't make a bit, bit of difference in the world uh, that I lost my five-star rating, but it was just something that's been eating at me a little bit since the, the clock struck. Um, I was going to have to, I was looking at it the last week before. Um, Chris Dixon says the receipt has your tracking number. On I know it does, man. I know it does. I think I dropped that and like a couple bucks out of my pocket too. Um, I couldn't find it. I couldn't find it. <coughs> but as it was coming up to the end of the year and uh i was thinking i was running the numbers how many orders i was going to have to get in order to get it over the 95 or the 98 percent accurate or something like that i uh i was going to have to get like nine orders that week <laughs> and i just it's been chewing at me ever since so 
here's to getting back to five five star seller rating in uh, in February. <laughs> I need to get some orders. Uh, January is notoriously slow for comfrey orders. Weird. Uh, and uh, so we need to ramp up these hats, <laughs> guys. You need a you need a hat. We got them listed over on Etsy. Grab a hat, and um, you'll enjoy it. You'll enjoy it. We got new new uh, updates coming to the hats soon. Actually, uh, I they go out today. I had somebody to make me some test patches, some test um, some test uh, leather patches to get sewn on these hats. I think they're going to look super slick. Uh, we got both the logo, the Nomad Knits logo, and then also uh, some Bitcoin uh, Bitcoin logos. And so we got some orange and white hats we're making up. We're going to put some Bitcoin logos on them. We're going to sew on some Nomad Knits patches on some of, uh, some of the other ones. And we've been kind of waiting for this. Hey, good morning, Clyde. Uh, got some Nomad Knits uh, logos, and we've been really waiting to push hard on it. I think the patches uh, hand-sewn onto the hats is going to be what sets them off and makes them that premium product that sticks out. So I'm excited to get those in the mail and get working on those. And I'm going to be the sewer, and, and Corey's going to be the knitter. So <laughs> we'll see how that goes. We'll see how that goes. Anyway, guys, I got to wrap up here. We're in an hour. I got to get these dogs for a walk and get on with my day. I appreciate you guys um, coming in. <laughs> that is not a regular sized dog that is actually a 135 pound dog that uh that hopped up there and was looking in the in the camera so that'll uh that'll that's our smallest 135 140 something around there haven't weighed them in quite a while uh anyway i gotta wrap up and get out of here if you guys uh if you guys like the show and you'd like to participate in the live comments you can always join the live recording monday through friday at 6 a.m central on youtube facebook twitch and twitter if you enjoyed the show please consider sharing it with others you can find links to all my social media services i offer recommended products and companies i'm affiliated with at thelotsproject.com be sure to listen on one of your favorite podcast 2.0 value for value podcast players like podverse or fountain.fm Make it a great day, guys. It's the second of January. If you um, if you screwed uh, screwed the pooch on your resolutions already, remember what Marcus Aurelius said. And uh, man, get back to that rhythm. Just get back on the path, and uh, it's okay. We're gonna fall off. We're gonna mess up, and all we gotta do is start again. Eventually, we'll get there. Have a great day, guys, and we'll talk to you tomorrow. <laughs>